Hello, and welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. At GVC, our mission is simple. It's to love God, love people, and love life. This year, we want to reach further into the glory and the presence of our God and experience Him like we never have before. This year is going to be different. Can you feel it? I know you will be blessed by the message and the word that God has for you today. Here we go. Good morning again. (laughs) It's been so long. (laughs) Hey, we just want to welcome our online audience. If you're watching or tuning in today, you get me, Pastor Kelly, and I'm so excited to be with you today. So just we just act like you're sitting right here with us. Uh, Get your cup of coffee and join in. We've got a good message today. And so we're so excited. Thank you for coming out today. We've got a lot going on here at GVC. You know, um, and just thinking about coming in this morning and, uh, you know, thinking about life in general, uh, your walk with God, you know, it takes uh, a little bit of effort, some it takes a lot of effort to go, get up, get ready, get your whole family ready, and to be at church, right? And especially to be on time at church, some days that's that's really big, <laughs> especially if you have screaming kids or babies. But what I found is that all through the journey of life and living for God, living by the word, you have to be a go-getter. Don't you agree? You can't be somebody that just sits back and says, well, I'll wait till next time. Or, well, you know, I'll let somebody else do that. But so many times we live that way. And so God's given us so many promises in his Bible, but we have to reach for them and lay hold of them. And so, so many times we don't see those things in our lives. And a lot of times people just quit or they give up. And so this morning I was just thinking of everyone that comes faithfully to church, consistently, and you get up, you do it. You read your Bible. It's not always easy to read your Bible, is it? No. Sometimes it's like, I don't, that's the last thing I want to do right now is read. (laughs) I just want to close my eyes. (laughs) I'm the person, (laughs) can everybody just be quiet for a moment? (laughs) And I think it's because as moms, like, everybody's like, hey, mom, hey, mom, hey, mom, (laughs) hey, mom, can you do this? What about, and you're like, I don't even know. But we have to be go-getters, laying hold, reaching, and laying hold, and seeing it in our life. And it takes someone to stick with it. Are you here to stick with God? (laughs) I'm so blessed to be with you today. Let's pray before we get started. Uh, We have been on a journey for the last few weeks, I say journey because it's not always easy, of uh, I know you are, but what am I? And so today I'm going to bring you another aspect of it, and it's simply a lot about perspective and the kingdom of God. And it's really good, a good message for the time that we're in right now. And so let's just pray, uh, invite the Holy Spirit to help, because I believe he's going to speak to your heart today uh, as we get in the word. Lord, we just thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for the anointing, that it's present, and that's sitting on us today. 
and helping us to understand the Word of God. Lord, I thank you that for every person that hears me today, that something goes off on the inside of their heart that says, you know what? I am in the kingdom of God, and I know who I am and who I belong to in this life. Father, I thank you for everything that you are to us. In Jesus' name, amen. And so we're going to start uh, this morning. We'll go over to Colossians. That has been the scripture that Pastor has been doing every week, and he's been doing such a great job. He does his due diligence, but you know what? The Holy Spirit has really been in our church. Just the anointing. There's different times. I don't know if you can sense it, but there's different times when he just starts going. And you know it's nothing in his notes, but it's coming out of his spirit. And you know God's speaking to you, right? And it's been really good. And so if you've missed any of the messages, I encourage you to go back. You can go online and listen to any message uh, from the past or before. But over in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, it says, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints. Giving thanks to the Father who's qualified me. Sometimes you just got to make the Bible personal. He's qualified me to share in the inheritance of the saints, to be a partaker of the kingdom of God and of this inheritance. So God's people are in the light, right? They're not in the dark. For he has rescued us, he's drawn us to himself from dominion or darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. So I kind of took a long run around <laughs> in that scripture. But the gist of it is, he has brought you out of darkness Aren't you so thankful for what Jesus did for you? He did it for you. Sometimes we look at it as the, the big picture. <laughs> well, Jesus did that for everybody. He did that for the world. And so what that does is not make it personal to me. But I like to say it like, Jesus, you did it for me. The Bible says there can be 99, and what? He goes after the one. The one. And so don't ever let the devil talk you into you're not important. You're not enough. You don't do it right. Jesus doesn't love you because he does. And so he has transferred us from a kingdom over here of darkness, and he's brought us over into a kingdom of light. So it's almost as though he's taking you by the arm and saying, all right, right here. This is your new place. This is your new kingdom. And this is where you belong. <laughs> Isn't that good news? Because in this kingdom, the kingdom of God, I live eternal. In this kingdom, I don't. And I don't want to go where they end up. But I want to be in God's kingdom. Praise God. So we need clarity in these days. The clearest prescription is to have a kingdom 
perspective. It allows me to see that I am qualified, that I do have an inheritance, and I don't have to perform for God's love. In a world that we always feel that we have to perform and do things a certain way, or someone's not going to like us, or someone's going to get mad, not with God. He may not like everything that I do, but he likes me. <laughs> he may not love every, all the ways that you act and all the ways that you talk, but he loves you. So he really isn't concerned about all the, the other extra stuff. The reality is he's not. He's just concerned about your spirit. And are you connected with him? And so we need a lot of clarity in these days. We just had a, a shooting over in Oxford, Michigan, Oxford schools. And uh, it may not hit that home to you, but it hits home for many. Uh, my kids are part of a homeschool group that is in Grand Blank. So they go there every Thursday, but it is through the Oxford schools. And so there's a connection, although they, aren't, they don't go to the school, but they go to like a satellite school. <clears throat> but my, I can see it on parents' faces when they talk to me about it. Because the first thought is, oh dear Lord, what if that was my school where my kids are? What if that happened? And so um, it, it makes you start thinking, which is good. Uh, where I am in life and where God is in my life. Do my kids know Jesus? Do my kids know the word? And so it just puts things into perspective, right? When things go wrong, it kind of helps us bring it into line and maybe make some adjustments. And so today we're going to look at that. Uh, kingdom priorities. What, what are kingdom priorities? What is really important? We could all answer that just ourselves. What's important in my life? My walk with God is first. My family. But then there's my purpose. In this life, God has given me a purpose. So it starts with me. To seek first the kingdom. And so when you go over to... Uh, Matthew 6, 33, but then over in Luke, it talks about uh, seeking first the kingdom of God. Let's turn over there. Luke chapter 12, we'll start at verse 29. It says, don't be of a doubtful mind. I'm reading from the Amplified this morning, so I might read a little different. Don't be of a doubtful mind because you have a God that is your provider. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added. So it talks about perspective there, right? So if I have, anybody in here wear glasses, contacts, anything like that? You know, the older I get, my perspective changes on all these things. 
<laughs> I tell you that. <laughs> because when I put my contacts on now, I can't just wear my contacts. If I want to read something, then I got to put some glasses on. And then there's times I feel like, okay, okay, well, hang on. Let me get my glasses on. I'm like, this I was talking to my sister for Thanksgiving. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, she's like, welcome to getting older. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And she's like, good luck. I'm like, you know, I'm going to get it done. But, you know, I can put these glasses on and everything comes into focus. I see clearly. I can see what you're wearing. I can see the details. I can see out around me. When I take them off, I can't. But then I can put different glasses on, another pair, and everything looks really blurry because these are a different prescription. They have a different focus, a different perspective. And so if I have my contacts on, a different prescription on, and I add these, then I can see up close. But if I want this prescription and I want to see and have a different perspective, then I put these on. In life, there is two kingdoms in this world. There's the kingdom of God, a kingdom of light, and there is a kingdom of this world a kingdom of darkness. The Bible says the God of this world is the devil. And so uh, when you see bad things happening at schools, you see bad things uh, happening wherever, uh, shootings at Walmart. Uh, when you look at the TV and, I mean, it gives you a headline of do, 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 everything bad. There's a new variant. Oh, dear. What, what brings that? Fear comes instantly. You better be alert. Well, that's a perspective from the world. And if I live in this perspective every day and constantly have it in front of me, if I uh, associate my uh, relationships, my friends that I pick to be around, if they're in the kingdom of darkness then I never see the kingdom of light and I never see Jesus because all I see is darkness and it's creeping in and it's getting darker and darker and oh, how am I going to make it? And now this has happened and that has happened and this bad thing has happened. Well, God doesn't bring bad to your life. The Bible says that Jesus came to give you life, but to give you life more abundantly. And it says behind that, the thief comes, what? To steal, kill, and destroy. And so when you look at life and things that happen in life, you just got to ask yourself a question. Did it steal from my life? Did it kill things in my life? Did it destroy something in my life? Well, if, if it did any of those things, then you know it wasn't from God. That it, if it brought misery, hardship, God doesn't put hardship on you 
so that you're barely making it in life. No, the kingdom of God, the Bible says, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So there's a kingdom of light that we just read that he has made us, he has brought you over. Jesus bridged the gap for you to be in the kingdom of light, to live in right standing, doing things right, doing it the right way. Sometimes my kids are like, well, I want to cheat today on doing that, or no, I don't want to do that today, or no, I tell them, we do the right thing all the time. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> and when you're out in the world and there's all kinds of temptations to do things the wrong way, you have eyes watching you. <laughs> so be aware. We do things the right way. We live right. We are honest and true. You can't really find that in the world these days, but we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom of light, we bring light. And we bring, there's joy. And there's peace. Jesus said, if you're a heavy, come to me. He didn't give you a, a list of 10 things to do, and then you can come to me. He said, just come. And what did he say he'll give you? Give you rest. Oh. <sighs> And peace. In a world that's searching for peace, I have peace in me. In the kingdom of God. And so the, the world is always trying to change your perspective. He's, the, world, the devil's always trying to put these glasses on. Where things are fuzzy and I can't really see clearly. And blinding me to the things of God. Over in Philippians chapter 2, verse 21, it says, For the others all seek their own interest, not those of Jesus Christ. So he's talking about, Paul's talking about the ones that are following him and that are with him. But he's noticing, there's these people around me, following me. They don't seek what I'm seeking. They seek their own interest. What does that look like? Well, let's just think for a moment. <laughs> when you think of your time and where your time is spent, what's your answer? Because where we spend the most time has our interest, has our perspective, has our eyes, our vision. It's where we're looking and you might say, well, uh, how do I seek the kingdom of God? The Bible says to seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added. Why do you say all these things be added? Because the reality is we're seeking what? We have jobs, what, to pay our bills, to clothe us, to clothe our kids, so that we have money. But God's saying, don't seek those. Just seek first the kingdom. And you'll find that all those things that you're worried about and trying so hard to get will just be added.
and they'll just be there for you. We might say, how do I seek the kingdom of God? And your, your answer would be like, you know, um, someone that goes to church. That sounds good, right? Uh, somebody, you'd say, well, someone that prays. When I pray and I'm seeking the kingdom, it's true. When I read my Bible, I'm seeking after the kingdom. It's true. There's a scripture over in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. It says, this good news of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world. Then the end will come. When you look up the word king, it just means a sovereign ruler over. And you look up the word dominion. Dominion means control over or the power to rule. So the kingdom of God is the realm in which God's will is fulfilled. And the kingdom of light is where God's plans, God's will is revealed and plays out. Over in the kingdom of darkness, there is, there is a will and there is a plan of the devil. And the, the will of the enemy is fulfilled. So can you see that it's very important where I'm looking how I'm thinking, <laughs> which glasses I have on, and where my perspective is. And that my perspective doesn't get off. Because once it starts swaying and going this way a little bit, it only takes a little bit. Have you ever noticed that? It only takes a little bit to slip. And then if you don't arrest it, and bring it back into or under the kingdom of God, it continues to slip down further and further and further. And so that's why uh, you'll see uh, people's lives just go. And where you see it is like people get really depressed. Things start going wrong in their lives. Because our perspective has uh, changed a little bit. But it's real easy to fix. To pull us up out of the kingdom of darkness. We just got to change our perspective. What we're seeing, how we're seeing it. And it brings us up and out. Because then we fulfill God's will for us, for our families, for our children, and ultimately our lives. So remember over the kingdom of darkness, the realm in which the devil is ruling and reigning. Over in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, let's read it again. Giving thanks to the Father who qualified us to share, to be partakers of the inheritance that has been translated to us, has been given to us through Jesus. And so all I have to do when you ask Jesus into your heart, you're translated. You're in the kingdom of God now. And so when you're a new Christian, there's a lot of finding out that you got to do. 
One is finding out what, how Jesus sees me, who I am, what do I have now? What, what do I have through what Jesus did on the cross? Because now I live a different life and I see things through a different perspective and I agree with the word. You see that? And I no longer agree with the darkness, the dark side. <laughs> we'll integrate Star Wars <laughs> for today. <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> We're in the side of the light. Over in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, it says, For our momentary light distress, this passing trouble is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a transcendent splendor, and an endless blessedness. Wow. I'm going to read that again. That's a really good scripture. This is what you have to look forward to in the kingdom of God. For our momentary light distress. That's how God sees it. When we go through things, it, sometimes it doesn't seem just a light distress to me. I don't know about you. Maybe you're really good at just shucking things off and being like, oh, it'll be a new day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like that song Annie sings tomorrow, <laughs> the, the light will come out tomorrow. It's only a day away. <laughs> but sometimes it seems like it's a, a long night, right? But the Bible does say that joy comes in the morning. So that's good news. But it's a momentary light distress because it's just uh, a problem in the flesh. This passing trouble is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a transcendent splendor, and an endless blessedness. Endless. Eternal. It's not that far away. It's closer than it's ever been before. So we look not at the things that are seen. If you keep going and reading there, we don't look at the things that are seen, but at the things which are unseen. How do we do that? By our perspective. So where's your perspective? Has your perspective been in the wrong place at the wrong time? Is your perspective in the under the the kingdom of God. Are you seeing the light even in the midst of the darkness of a world that is really dark? There is light. You may say, where is the light? <laughs> the light is in Jesus. And the light is that I'm an eternal being. And that I, even though I'm here, this is really not my home. My home is with him. And sometimes it's hard to picture that. But the Bible says, look up, for your redemption draws nigh. Look up, be alert, be watching for him. Well, one way you can be alert in your perspective 
to stay in line with the kingdom of God is through his word. The most important thing we can teach our kids is the Bible, is anything about God, how to, ha- how to know God. Because when they leave my house, if they know God, they'll always come back to, to God. They'll always let God direct their life. So there's a kingdom of darkness and a kingdom of light, and our perspective matters. So over in Matthew chapter 6, 33, and also over in Luke, we had said, seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added. What are we seeking? The kingdom of God. But if you keep reading there, in fact, let me turn over there, Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 12, verse 29. And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. Another translation says, nor have a doubtful mind. And why, why should we not have a doubtful mind? Because we have a God, if I'm in the kingdom of God, I have a God that is concerned with me, that provides for me, that take, he has all kinds of ways to get things to me. And sometimes we limit God to one just through our job. But God has so many ways to get you the house that you need, to get you the clothes that you need, to get you the food. So the Bible says, put your trust in him. Not in this world. Put your trust over in the kingdom of God. Where he will always provide. Always. And so we keep going in verse 30. For all these things the nations of the world seek after. The world seeks after these things. Why do they work nonstop? Why do they keep keep going to the next job? The next job. I'm all about promotion and making good money and providing so don't don't hear me wrong (laughs) i'm not about being lazy (laughs) no 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 (laughs) but our world has really gone overboard work the moment you get up till the moment you lay your head down i'm not going to go all into that but you know what i mean working multiple jobs now i get that there sometimes there are seasons where that is needed so there's different seasons and different time. But you know what I mean when I say the world has gone way overboard. Our sports have gone way overboard. I'm just going to leave it there. There's a lot of things in the world that have gone way overboard. Why do you think to steal your time? The devil's all about figuring out how he can get you. What? To steal from you to kill you, to destroy you. And the one thing he wants to destroy is your relationship with God and your belief system in God and your trust in him. And he wants you to believe, oh, no, no, you don't need church. Oh, no, no, you don't need the Bible. You need to make more money. You need to do this, do that. Well, sometimes we need to 
check up on our lives and ourselves. What are we doing? What is the most important thing in my life? The most important. So you can answer that right now. Just in with your just yourself. What is the most important thing in my life? And whatever your answer is, maybe our perspective is off a little bit. And it can get off really easy. We're talking about perspective and the kingdom of God and aligning ourselves with him. And it just is some little things that we can change. For all these things, verse 30, the nations seek after. And you, Father, know that we have need of these things. He knows you need them. That's why he took care of it already. <laughs> but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Verse 32, do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. <gasps> To give it to you. Do not fear. In a world that is bombarded and heavy with fear. Do not fear. For it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What do we say? What is the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, and joy. <laughs> I like that. Sounds a lot better than heavy Murder, stealing, killing, you name it. 33, oh, we don't need to go to 33. It just keeps talking about live, uh, living for God and giving things up. But we're in the kingdom of God. And so over in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, that scripture says that this gospel is hidden to those that are not of God. The gospel of the kingdom of God is hidden to people that don't know God. Well, have you ever thought, well, who's blinding people these days? How come, have you ever looked at somebody and just said, can't you smell the coffee? I mean, can't you see how you're living your life? I don't know why this is going on. And sometimes people would be like, well, I can tell you why that's going on. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> You always got to have one of those people in your life, right? <laughs> you want to say, <laughs> zip it. Because <laughs> most people know exactly where they are and where they need to be when it comes to God. In their heart of hearts, they know the right thing to do, and they know uh, what right is in the heart of hearts. And so... Who is blinding minds? Who is the God of this world? The devil. He is blinding people like crazy. He's trying really, really hard. When you begin to focus on God, the things that matter in the kingdom of God, what we do with our time is how it relates to the kingdom of God. See, God's all about his kingdom, his dominion. And so if we always have our time over in this area or this kingdom in the world's affairs, God's not concerned with that. But when we, we come over to the kingdom of light 
and live in God's kingdom. And we're about God's kingdom and what God's plan is and how can I help God's plan to fulfill it in the earth. I have a part. You have a part. When I'm mindful of my Bible, when I'm mindful of talking to the God that created me, when I'm mindful that today's church day, God is mindful about my time. What we do with our time and how it relates to the kingdom of God and the more valuable your time is or becomes to God. Why is that? Because I'm about his kingdom. My perspective is set. It's set. And so there's uh, all kinds of times that thoughts come. Especially the older you get, I believe. How I've lived my life. How my kids are doing. How much they know God. How less they know God. How much we read our Bible. That's getting our perspective in line. And those have been my questions a lot lately. How much time? Where's my time at? How much time do I spend with my kids? Because remember, when you go to heaven, what do you take with you? You don't take your nice fancy car. Although it's nice to drive in a nice new car, I, I've, I totally get that. <laughs> it's nice to live in a nice, beautiful home. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But seeking after those things really doesn't matter when it comes to living eternal. Because when you get to heaven, all those things are going to be nothing. But the one thing you take with you are your relationships. So I'll have you in heaven. I'll know you in heaven. And we will get to live together forever. We will get to go hang out with Jesus. We'll get to go walk down streets of gold. I mean, there's so much. If you've never read a book on heaven, you need to go get one today. Because it will help you so much. And there's a really good book called Nine Days in Heaven. This is a woman back in the 1900s that went to heaven. There's all kinds of books out there. I encourage you because it will help you with your perspective. <laughs> but I've been asking myself a lot of those questions. Where's my time? What am I doing with my time? Is my time valuable? How much time am I in the word? In prayer? Where's my perspective? What, what glasses do I have on right now? Because I need to have a clear, precise, accurate perspective in this time so that I make sure that I'm leading my family in the kingdom of God. And I don't keep going back and forth, back and forth. And so the things that you do in life 
Do they line up with the kingdom of darkness or do they line up with the kingdom of God? Perspective. Because what's going to matter in the end? What I did for the kingdom of God and how I lived and led my home in the kingdom of God. We are not children of the darkness. The Bible says you're children of light. And so you see clearly in the light. You ever gone in a dark room? Can't see anything. But when the light comes on, you see how messy it is. You see how it needs to be clean. You see the cobwebs. I mean, you can see all kinds of things when the light comes on. The moment we draw back and focus on ourselves, our time is not as valuable to God. The moment we draw back. Sometimes, you know, uh, maybe you've gotten hurt. And you thought that it was God. When it wasn't. Sometimes it's just people. There's a lot of people that don't go to church because they were hurt at church. And then they blame it on God. And then they just don't go to church. And they, they don't realize it, but they become kingdom of darkness. Or follow after the ways of the kingdom of darkness. But we're changing our perspective. We're aligning ourselves with how God wants us to see. We are spending time in the word because it leads and guides us and it gives you hope. <laughs> I'm so thankful. You know, when we sang that song, How Great Is Our God, there, there's just, it's like God, it's like the Holy Spirit just rushes in. How great is our God and all will see. How very great is our God. Don't give up on God. Just because you see things going on, it's going to get darker and darker and grimmer. But you are children of light. And so it's getting happier, more blessed, more uh, lit up, <laughs> more glorious. Because you're in the kingdom of God. You, you can stand We'll just, I want to pray with you before we go today. God, I thank you that you're helping us today with our perspective. Lord, we thank you for the word of God. That it's doing exactly what it's come to do. To change our direction. To line us up in the kingdom of God. Lord, we thank you for your love, for your presence that fills us every day. And God, I thank you that you're restoring. Where it seems that there is no way, you are making a way and restoring your children to you. You're restoring families. You're restoring hope. In a city where hope has been lost, you are restoring hope hope to this city. God, we thank you that we are a light 
house set here for a reason. And we will be children of light and giving your light to others around us. I thank you, Lord, that we're protected, that you're watching over us. You're watching over our kids while they go to school. They are protected in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all your blessings and for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's it. Do you feel the glory? Do you feel the filling? I know you do. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and come back next week for God to move on your behalf again. Want to know more? Check us out online and our social media, all from our website, gvchurch.tv. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.